Hello, person, and welcome to Anthem of Life. I'm your host, Douglas Serine. This episode was recorded outside of a police station in New York City, where, I'm going to be honest with y'all, I was coming off of a rough night, a great night, had a few too many, passed out, fell asleep, you choose, at the top of the Empire State Building, and woke up in a police station. After I paid my fine, I was sitting on the stoop in front of the station feeling not great. Thankfully, that turned around after my conversation with Larry. Enjoy. Larry, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I hope I wasn't bringing you down, but ugh, I, I just I just was having a bad day, man. Actually, you had a pretty good day. I mean, we had a pretty good night, <laughs> seems yes. like. Yeah, I had, I had a good night. Yeah, you had a night. Now, you were not arrested. You were... Oh, no. No, no. Okay. I've never been arrested. I'll never be arrested. So you were not in there for anything bad. That I did? No. It was bad, but oh. no, I didn't do it. Oh, I'm sorry. I was reporting something. Did, did something bad happen to you, man? Oh, boy. Uh, so I was filing a report. Uh, I have a stalker. Stalking. Stalking yeah, you? a stalker, yeah. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. That's, that's really horrifying. At first, I thought it was kind of cute. Oh, what a compliment. But man, after a while. What's the line for stalking, do you think? Like there's unrequited love. Yeah, I've and, had that. And then there's stalking, which is to say, hey, I'm telling you, well, back off. I think, you know, after you run into somebody, quote unquote, a lot, like you're in completely different places. But they show up at work or something. Or like even if you're, you know, it's not work or home. Is you just decided to go, you know, to the park. And all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're here. Yeah, I can't believe you're here either. Like, why are you here? Right. You're saying, I can't believe you're here. Yeah. <laughs> why am I? And it's actually the disingenuousness of like, oh, I just ran into you. What? The forced encounter. The f- you're not fooling me. I mean, well, maybe the first time. The first time I was like, oh, that's interesting. Five, six times. That's no. So is this a, a friend of yours or a relative? Or? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a romantic, was a romantic relationship. Ah. Not even girlfriend, a, a woman that I met on vacation. A vacation in New York? Uh, no, in Barbados. Oh, I've never been to Barbados. I've been to a couple of islands. I've been to Turks, Caicos and some places around there, but I haven't been to Barbados. Barbados is gorgeous. Yeah. It's really gorgeous. Is it a good spot for a romantic vacation? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Islands are always kind of interesting. It's like once you go to the beach a couple of times, it's like you pretty much did everything you're supposed to do on the island, right? right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I don't need to go back. I find myself this way. Uh-huh. Uh, once I hit that island mode. I am so open to anything anybody says. Well, sure. I'm open for, oh, you want to play this game or you want to try this experience or you want to do this thing. I'm like down for so much. I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but like I've lived in northern climes where it gets, well, I'm New York. I mean, you know, it gets cold here. Yeah. I've also lived in Chicago. I've lived in uh, Germany one time. Cold is fun, but it's also stops you from doing a lot of things. When it's hot... Everything relaxes, like everything, every part of your body. In the the snow, you'll go tubing down a mountain. That goes for maybe an hour, right? You go on a lazy river ride, 
That can go three hours, hours, four hours. Hours, yeah. You're just hanging out. You don't care where it goes. You're not yeah. you're going a lot slower. Well, because you're not in pain. <laughs> right. That's how I equate like cold weather things and warm weather things. It's yeah. Like, you just don't need to get it done so quickly. Right. So you had a good time in Barbados. I had a great time in Barbados. But and, wait, you, know, you met somebody in Barbados that stalked you in New York? In Barbados... This this woman, I don't want to give you her name. Well, that's very gentlemanly of you. Yeah, because you know she's. I'm a good guy. I don't want to ruin her her life. I just don't don't follow me around. So she was there in Barbados on vacation mm-hmm. as well. You know, they got the music, mm. the very rhythmic music. You know, the it's the rhythm. It's that the rhythm. There's a reason Puritans don't want people to dance. It's because when you dance, that music it yeah. just turns everything off and you just become a physical being. And it moves the lower parts. Yes, you're, you're like moving your hips. hips where your pelvis and your genitals are. And it's oh, like, yeah. it's just hot and heat and movement, you know? And so we hooked up. It was great, you yeah. know? And, you know, I don't know what was going on. Maybe it was the Barbados water or whatever, but I was on fire. I was just, I was just hitting all the points. I don't know what happened. You were in the zone. I was in the zone, man. We both had a great time. It was like a couple of days. So it was a couple of days of really great fun, day and night. It was wonderful. I felt like we both understood that that was going to be it. Did you talk about that? Did you? I don't know that I said, I don't want to see you anymore. But I did. I definitely said, you know, hey, it's, it was great. See ya. How much did you really know about her over those couple of days? Like, oh, oh, not not a lot. You 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 weren't talking about like. I didn't hey. even know she was from New York. I didn't know she lived in New York. Oh, I didn't know. So you didn't even know where she was from. No, this was all island vibe. No, she she got more information out of me than I got out of her. So she knew I lived in New York. Mm-hmm. She didn't say anything about that. She lived here too. That is weird. She knows and doesn't bring it up with something as specific as, oh, we both live in the same city. Yeah. And shame on me for not being more interested about that. But I was not thinking long term. I was in the zone. You were in the Larry zone. I was in the Larry zone. Larry's vacation zone. Exactly. I'm on vacation. And when this is done, it's done. And you thought that was a mutual vibe. Absolutely. I felt that way. Mm. You know? She was very cool. Like she just didn't seem like she you, that she was really caring about that aspect. And when we said goodbye, she there was no upset. Mm. There was no huge reaction. So I just thought it was over. Now, do you have a serious romantic relationship in New York at this time, or not a serious relationship? But we had gone out like a few times, and so when I came back, I continued that relationship. We never talked about what. I did on vacation or what she did when, when she was here in New York mm-hmm. without me. And I don't think we need to because that's we weren't in that kind of relationship yet. You didn't feel like you owed that to her. Right. We hadn't had the talk. Yeah. It's like, so what is this? You know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Are you dating anyone Exclusively. Else? Are we, yeah, are we yeah. exclusive? The exclusive What's the deal? conversation. Yeah, that right. conversation. So is that relationship still going on? That, uh, that no. Person? No. No. Oh. No. Because of the stalking. Oh, no. Yeah. The stalking of... You know what? I'm going to call her Barbara, ba- that Barbados. I like that. I don't know. Nice. That's... I like that, Doug. <laughs> so for the argument's yeah. sake, we'll call her Barbara. Okay. Barbara stalking undermined a relationship that you were? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Now now I'm up. She showed up at up. where we were dating. She she showed up at our dates at the restaurant. That's not accidental. No. How was she knowing where you were going? I don't know. I do not know. Larry, you should check your phone. She might have the phone tracker on you. 
I yeah. wouldn't. Well, be... I changed my phone eventually. Yeah, now you got to be Jason Bourne just to go on a date. I know. I you got to. You got to have burner phones. Yeah, and here's the thing, you know, I, uh, Doug. To be honest with you, I think I was just so on my Larry point in Barbados. Mm-hmm. I broke her. You gave her the full Larry, and it was just too much. It was too much. Yeah. That's why that's why I toned down my Larry a lot. By our point in life, yeah, we're grown men. You know, you know things. You know at least like I'm a pretty good lover. Yeah, you know. Are you a very good lover? I think I am a pretty good lover. I just think that in Barbados, I was on fire. I like the idea of Larry the lover. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you're a very handsome man. And... Oh well, thank you, Doug. Yeah, uh, don't get attached. Um. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. No, uh, I will not become your new stalker. All I right. promise you. Thank you. I'm sorry if that was a trigger for you. Yeah, it was a little bit. I just think sometimes, you know, you're on fire and sometimes you're not, you know, it's just like when you're sometimes, uh, I don't know if you've ever um, played golf. You play golf? No. Oh, okay. But have you? Yeah, I have played golf. Okay. Yeah. So some days you have a really, really great day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're playing the same way you always have. Exactly. It just it you just get clicks. A, yeah, everything's going in the hole. Yeah, you feel confident, maybe. Yeah, yes. or like anything you do that that is uh, sports related or even work. Like you know, some days your work just flies through, and you're just like hitting everything out the park. And maybe that's maybe that's what uh, what confuses me about this relationship we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like we had a very symbiotic relationship for like two days, and then all of a sudden it became not symbiotic. Does that make sense? Yeah. It became a uh, predator relationship, predatory relationship. Symbiotic is is two organisms that benefit from each other. Right. But then I think that there's a detrimental. Parasitical. Parasite. That's what I was looking for. She became a parasite to you. Yeah. Oh, man. Sucking the lifeblood out of me. And like I said, I had a good time and we both had a good time. But, you know, things end when they end. Oh. um, Well... Larry, that was that was intense. I guess she who shall not be named got made bail. Yeah. And I'm sorry that I had you going in this conversation because when she came out, she just went for you. Yeah, you would think she'd be yelling at me, but she tried to kiss me. She definitely tried to kiss you and more. I yeah, would, this, I is would... pro- this is what I'm talking about. I almost wish she would just be mad at me. That was not mad. No, it was not mad. It was, I was assaulted. Well, now she's back inside getting charged again. I've... I, I, I'm sorry, man. I, I'm i sorry. I'm sorry you had to watch that. And I actually do feel bad for her. I did take a kick when she when she jumped on you to, to wrap her legs around you. I did. T- I took oh, a kick I'm in sorry. my side. Well, you know, you could, you could report her. <laughs> it seems like she's got enough troubles. She came out. She saw you. Boy, she beelined towards you. I have a restraining order, so I don't know why the police let her go while I was here. If it was I who was stalking her, I, I think they'd take it more seriously. And probably they should. Yeah, you know, but, but I don't think they. I don't think they like peek out the door to see if the guy is still there. I think well, they gave her the restraining order and let her go. And, I mean, we haven't been talking that long. No, boy, I feel bad about it because I, you know, I wanted to talk Doug, to Doug. You have done nothing wrong. We were talking. We had a conversation, and, and I needed to talk to somebody. Yeah, and, it's, the reason I was talking to you that your story touched me because I once had a problem with partying too much. In your younger days, you're a bit of a partier. I used to party yeah um and you know full disclosure when i was in barbados i i partied like hard mm-hmm. i, I kind of told you i partied hard yes you know when we say party coke we're called oh, we're talking it's about coke. cocaine so it's okay, coke. okay i was just yeah i did coke it was readily available mm-hmm. 
that jumps things up a notch. A lot of times in the love game. It does and it doesn't. Oh. Depends on how much you do. As far as um, erections, I'm not going to yeah. whisper this. As far as erections go, it can stop you from having one. Oh, really? Now, these these are the things I don't. I don't know because I haven't done cocaine. Pretty soft on the on the drug side of things. I connect cocaine to sex because that's what they do in movies. They no. they do cocaine and then they have yeah, sex. I don't believe that's movies lie. It's it's cocaine does not make you sexier. It it does quite the opposite. But you were doing cocaine in both yeah, and you were a sex monster. Well, yeah. I mean, that's why it was so unusual about it. That's why I say I was on fire and I don't know why. Like, I don't know how it happened. Like, it was just like this, you know, again, I said symbiotic earlier. Yeah. There's something with that crazy woman that we'd have this thing. I mean, I'm not going to lie. When she came out and made a beeline for me, I almost was, okay, let's do this right here, right now. What do you think that is? That's that animal attraction, those pheromones that are undeniable? Yeah, I think maybe we both have a, a stank that we both like. Yeah. Maybe your personalities don't match, but your-, your Our pheromones and our hormones pheromones and our connection, whole, yeah. yeah. But I So have, can you blame her? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Yes. Okay. I can still blame her okay. for stalking me. Yes. Yeah. Because I didn't stalk her. I just want to check myself on, on, on that. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can blame her. But I don't blame her for for realizing that there's that connection. But there's a way to get that connection back without stalking. Yeah. In a civilized society, you need to be able to control yourself. Yes. Even though I party, I do think that I have a good control over... It's not like I do cocaine all the time. Like some people do cocaine once and they're like, oh, I got to have it again. I got to have it again. That's never been my problem. I don't do cocaine like do uh-huh you know what i mean i engage in it every so often barbados was one of those times where i decided i was going to do it sometimes people say oh i'm a social smoker right they don't exactly. smoke them, i'm a social cocainer you're a social cocainer yeah yeah what's the timeline here so was barbados a long time ago or was it oh this has been two years ago two years long of enough. stalking two years of stalking Man, yeah that's, that's crazy that's horrible yeah, yeah. But I was just trying to get an idea of like where cocaine fits into your life now. Oh, yeah. Two years ago, I did cocaine. Yeah. And I've been stuck for two years because I did cocaine. Right. Well, and because I... Yeah. And because you were a very... I was an intensive lover. Intense lover who had an effect. Yeah. On a person. Big love connection. Big vibe. Yeah. Pheromones connecting. You were able to detach from that. She was not able to... Yes. To detach from that. That seems to be the, the the issue. I have not done cocaine since then. You know, if someone said they're a social smoker, I would guess, oh, they smoke a couple times a month or mm, something like that. I guess I'm more of a vacation cocainer. Right. I guess I just don't have an addictive personality. It's like I can do things and then stop. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can do Barbara and then stop. But Barbara couldn't do you and stop. You know what? I just had an insight. Maybe she's uh, this, she has an addictive personality. Does that? Do you think that you can offer her some grace from that? I mean, I I already already have a soft spot for her. I don't I don't hate her, and I don't uh, you know I don't wish harm on her. But if you're not going to get help, I don't know what to do for you. It didn't end up well with the gal that you were dating when you went to Barbados and came back. That didn't end up well. No, she was scared. Mm-hmm. Barbara scared her away. Have you had any luck with dating since then? Well, Doug, you know, it's, I've been kind of, um, I think I've been hesitant. What about you? Oh, yeah. I've been uh, married for 15 years. I'm happy. I'm not looking forward to having a conversation with my wife about this incident. That's kind of why I'm sitting here on the stoop is that I just, I don't want to face the music because she's going to be upset with me. Uh, so you haven't talked to her? No. Oh, wow. I'm sitting here talking to Larry. 
I'm avoiding a call. I'm avoiding fair enough checking in with her. I'm no master of relationships, and I'm oh. no expert lover, and I've never done uh, cocaine. Uh-huh. So I'm basically just trying to figure a little bit of it out with you right now, man. Like, yeah. Well, Doug, I can give you. Spot. I can give you what I got. I will gladly take it. Well, okay. One of the things that uh, I have learned is that for women, it's not always about the physical genital contact, if you will. The Hold, actual holding, act of making yes, love. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That was probably a simple way of saying that. Sometimes just holding her hands. Sometimes just, um, I don't know, touching her hair. My point being, though, that she's been with you for 15 years, right? Yeah. So obviously you're doing something right. I mean, unless you think that she's just like biding her time. Well, or she could be like saying, that's a good 15 years. I, Do think, you I want- think you'd have to F up pretty hard. Would you say that you want a long-term relationship or a... I vacillate on that. Seems like a lot of work. It is. It is. It's a lot of communication. It's a lot of respecting someone else's wants, hopes, and wishes and trying yeah. to balance that against your own want, ho- wants, yeah. hopes, and wishes. And you, you got to want that or not want that. I don't want to be one of those people that does something because... I think I'm supposed to. Mm, never, never. You know, but there's that whole thing that's kind of built into us. Like, you know, oh, you have to get married now. Oh, you have to buy a house now. Oh, you know, all that stuff. And uh, that always feels very dangerous. Like they say in therapy, don't should all over yourself. Yeah. Like I should get this type of job and I should get a house and I should yeah. be in a long-term relationship. Speaking of which, uh, cocaine can also make you shit all over yourself. Oh, uh, actually shit all over yeah, yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was trying to be kind and just say should, but then you just said shit. So I guess I should have said shit. I didn't want to confuse the audience who might think, oh, when I'm on cocaine, I'm going to be very judgmental against myself. Well, you- that might happen too. <laughs> that might happen too. I'll tell you this, Larry, you are making a case to me. That I do not want to do cocaine. Cocaine is pretty stupid. It's a stupid drug. Yeah. Cocaine lasts for like five minutes. Even the first time you do it, it's... Really? Yeah. Molly lasts for hours. Also known as X. Ecstasy. Yeah. Now that is a... Oh, for sure. a sex drug, right? That is definitely... Well, again, I don't want to call it a sex drug. I would call it... It it heightens your your, uh, senses Mm. so that when you touch things... It feels amazing. Lights are beautiful. Sound is augmented. Like it's just, and everything is positive. It's actually the only drug I've ever done where I was like, I totally get this drug. Like why people would want to do this drug because it is all positive. But you don't do Molly anymore? Nah, I had a bad experience. Not me personally, Mm -hmm. but I saw someone else who was doing it who, who, who apparently couldn't get enough of it and... But you'll do cocaine again, but you won't do Molly again because you saw somebody over Molly. Well, you're right. I'll do Molly again. <laughs> so you'll do Molly and I'll do, cocaine. I'll do Molly and cocaine. And cocaine again. Yeah, I'll do, okay, know, but that's just it. Just for you, Doug. No, no, no. I am not asking you to because do- Because in the moment, it's fun. And then afterward, you're like, God, that was dumb. But Larry, it led to the situation with Barbara where she- I don't think that- Okay, I think cocaine was part of it. I don't think it was just cocaine- I mean, was, were we on cocaine just now when she attacked me? Not to my knowledge. We weren't. Okay. I certainly wasn't. And she didn't seem like she was. Like, but you this, can tell when people are co- on cocaine. This led to her taking two years of life away from you, basically. But again, I don't think that that's the cocaine. I think that's her. 
I think that's part of her makeup, you know, and I forgive her for that. But I just don't want to have to deal with this anymore. It's obsession. Like she's in jail. She's already been in jail once. Yes. For this. Oh, before me. Oh, before today. Yes. Oh, yes. Multiple incarcerations. Multiple incarcerations. Wow. Well, Larry, I feel like I've taken up all of your day and I, I, I can't thank you enough for having this conversation with me, man. It, it really Doug, helped it me. It was my pleasure, Doug. It helped me work through some stuff. And I hope things work out for you and that you find whatever degree of love you want in your life. Well, thank you, Doug. But I, I, I don't want you to worry about me. You know, I think, I think Barbara is harmless for the most part. So I'm not worried about that. But I think you need to call your wife and... I will. I'm going to give her a call. Right. Oh, uh, Larry, doors just open. That's her. That's her. Let's no, go. Let's shit. go. Let's go. Shit. Okay, we're going to move down the street. Go, 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 go. Thanks for listening to this episode of Anthem of Life. Help us amplify the anthem by taking a moment right now to follow, rate, and leave a glowing review for our show on Apple Podcasts. It helps, and we certainly appreciate it. Our show is completely improvised and produced by Douglas Ryan, that's me, along with Mary Pat Farrell and Sarah Atwood Sarine. A special note of gratitude to Martin Garcia for having some fun with us as Larry. Aside from being a genius of love, Martin is a Second City alum who resides in Los Angeles. He's an improviser, an actor, a writer, a teacher, a director, and a dancer. You can see some of his dancing on his Instagram, at Martin Garcia LA. Our theme song was produced by the wonderful Ben Wise. You can find out all about his music at benwise.bandcamp.com. Additional music provided by Icarus. Inspiration for this episode came from the song Genius of Love by Tom Tom Club. Listening to it for this episode, I was surprised at just how many musician and singer shoutouts there are. If you listen to the lyrics, you can hear George Clinton, Bootsy Collins, Smokey Robinson, Bob Marley, Sly and Robbie, Curtis Blow, Hamilton Boana, and James Brown. You can find out more about this new wave hit in this episode's liner notes, where you can also find a link to enjoy our eclectic and ever-growing Anthem of Life playlist on Spotify. You'll find us on Instagram at Anthem of Life Podcast. Give us a follow and let us know what you love about Larry. Until next time, we wish you a life worth singing about. (laughs) 